Day 71. Last night I dreamt I went to Ecuador again. This was at the invitation of Ruth rather than Rebecca, and I was not dreaming. I went by Zoom, and my entrance was halted for a while, not by iron gates, but needing a passcode to get in, which was duly provided. I've had the joy of being in Ecuador physically in the past. There's been a long partnership between TSCF in New Zealand and CSE the movement in Ecuador through Ruth, a graduate from New Zealand, who went to Ecuador. With her husband and family, they have visited New Zealand and I spoke at their national student conference a few years ago with the support of the Pacific Partnership Trust. In fact, if it had not been for Ruth rescuing me, I would probably even now be wandering around the bus station in Guayaquil, one of the most confusing places I've been in the world. Last night, Sese were holding an online training event for their student coordinators around the movement and invited me as an IFES guest to share a story of discipleship. I found myself reflecting on life on life and how we pass on to others what has been passed on to us. I told a few stories of Arlen Haunt, Sandy Bathgate and Nigel Lee and how some of their input led to the Relay programme, followed by some stories of how Andy Shuddle and others took on the leadership of Relay, came to New Zealand, launched Minty and continued to invest in lives far away from Scotland and Leicester. Today I'm thankful for my own experience of those who have invested in my growth, passed on the baton of leadership and continue to cheer me on. I'm also blown away by the ripples of influence that continue to reverberate far beyond anything that was imagined. Value is added in the conversations, friendships and interactions, which are the conjunctions and punctuation marks of the narrative of grace and growth. I look back on many moments which did not seem anything special at the time, but whose significance I have appreciated more with hindsight. I went back to the office in the evening to join the call from the foyer, as I wanted the background to be the two pictures we brought back from the World Assembly in South Africa. They are the focal point of the entrance to our National Resource Centre. They are striking works made of recycled plastic melted onto canvas and were part of a series of portraits from around the world that were done at the World Assembly. Julie Linden did a fantastic job in securing our purchasing of two of them to bring back. The two we have are of Emmanuel, a Naifis graduate from Nigeria, and Tati, a Sese student from Ecuador. I like the fact that we have these environmental, artistic, international faces greeting all who arrive. It reminds us that we are all about students and graduates, and that we are part of a global fellowship. It was really neat that Tati was on the Zoom call. Spending time with Ruth, Guadalupe, other staff, volunteers and student leaders reminded me of the privilege of these international partnerships. 
It's been great to see the enthusiasm with which the movement in Ecuador has embraced the Breaking New Ground initiative. This is an IFES programme to promote pioneering in new cities and new countries. In 2020, CICI in Ecuador established five new groups and were able to consolidate three of them, and they plan to start another five this year. In 2021, groups have started in Quito, Riobamba, Cuenca, Santa Elena, Guayaquil, Puerto Buejo and Manta. It seemed a little surprising that the movement was able to continue to pioneer through the pandemic. This was especially true when planting took place in the Amazon region, which had been planned for some years. They had a phrase which summarised their experiences and became something of a focus for the movement through the challenges of COVID. The gospel is not in quarantine. Today, I'm thankful for these lives in Ecuador and all the potential they hold. Guadalupe shared a testimony from a student called Derek from Manta Manabi. I follow the psychology career and I'm part of SESI. For me, this is a wonderful opportunity and a great work which has allowed me to share with other people about the Word of God, something that in my university is new. I'm very happy because my time at the university is also dedicated to God and to do his command, which is in Matthew 28. God works and will work in a great way. Thank you. Today's psalm has some verses that also testify to this hopeful reality in the face of difficulty. It expresses gratitude for what God has done in the past, but prays that this will be passed on to a new generation. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long, though I know not how to relate them all. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, Sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvellous deeds. Even when I am old and grey, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. This intergenerational transmission is at the heart of IFES ministry. So, of course, in my talk on Zoom today, I made reference to the really verse from 2 Timothy. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. The word translated as be strong also carries meaning of being empowered, invigorated or enabled. The grace of the Lord is where this charge is grounded. It's also the final thing that Paul writes at the end of this last letter. The Lord be with your spirit. 
Grace be with you all. Paul knows that his story is coming to an end, but he has a greater knowledge of how the big story will come to a conclusion with the Lord. The book of Revelation finishes looking towards the return of the Lord Jesus. But the very last words echo these last words of Paul. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Knowing where a story begins and ends orientates us to all that happens in between. But the last lines in books do not always achieve the same fame as their opening lines manage. And the ashes blew towards us with the salt wind from the sea.